Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Sarah Beth Pollock. everyone. We're back with another episode of the Undead Walking Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and I am here with my esteemed colleague, Adam B. Carlson, and we are going to be talking about all kinds of really interesting stuff going on in the Walking Dead universe right now. How are you doing, Adam? Uh, things have been uh, a little bit better, but I'm waiting for these negative 20-so degree days to get over with so the face doesn't hurt when I go outside, so... The good thing is, is that I'll have some Walking Dead to help me through that in a little bit. Uh, the bad news is, is that my old vehicle doesn't like to start when it gets really cold. So hopefully the Walking Dead yeah, can help I've, me I've through that. A lot of, uh, <laughs> I, I, um, I have a sweatshirt on and it's about 60 degrees and I'm really cold. So. 60. I know. <laughs> I know. But it's, it's a really cold 60. I got negative nine before the wind chill right now, so. Oh, yeah. See, I, I think I would probably go into some kind of like catatonic hibernative state. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I would do well in that, but, you know. <laughs> the walkers, I don't think would fare very well I'm a either. I'm Southern Californian. Well, it would make them easier to kill, right? Because they'd be you, slower and it will probably think. slower and, and, and frozen. So you just kind of tap them and they disintegrate. <laughs> That's what I'd like to I like to imagine that too. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird to think because you know we're in February and we're about to get some new episodes of The Walking Dead, and they just started filming season eleven. We just uh, they just uh, yesterday just released uh, or no they they released it yesterday. I think they started filming on Monday, but they they it's all over social media. The picture. Oh yes. The windmill in Alexandria and the clapperboard featuring princess, I might add, uh, to kick off filming for the final season. And it's a really weird, it, I don't know, it hit me really weird. How did you, what, what were you thinking when you saw it? Cause I was like, wow, that's, that it's like bittersweet. It's exciting. And it's also really bad. Well, if I'm being completely honest, um, I've been kind of trying to avoid as much of the preview material as possible heading into these episodes because not only are they not really, I, I don't want to say important to the major storyline, but these, these six episodes, 
I kind of think of them as being their own little standalone off topic episodes that I can watch without having to worry about it impacting the main story going forward. And I know some of them will, but since I no longer have uh, as much of a, a task at undead walking as I used to, I've cut back my writing a little bit over there. Um, I've been really kind of wanting to be a little bit more surprised and a little bit out of the loop when it comes to stuff about the walking dead. And of course being on social media, that doesn't always make it extremely possible. So I have seen the image that you're talking about, but I've kind of kept scrolling. So all I really know is that I've seen a windmill and a clapper board and, and that's about it. Well, that was kind of the, that was kind of the thing. Like it was just this, uh, it was just this one shot of the windmill and you know I, there were there were some other cast photos of you know people arriving on set and all that but I, I think the windmill is kind of interesting because if this is the start of season 11 it makes me wonder who burned up the windmill and what happened to it because the last time we saw it which was in the uh kind of the the fake season finale I guess when it was you know before we got the the, the actual season finale in October when um back in April when Aaron and Alden were stuck in the in the windmill and they were looking at Beta's horde and and it didn't look burned up at that point so no it was looking pretty happened. good it does make you wonder how far after that scene this whole episode is going to be planned now I, I don't know what episode that is and it going forward i don't know if that's going to be the first or the sixth or what but honestly i'm glad that they're devoting some episodes to characters that aren't really extremely popular or the mainstream i know that two episodes for daryl and carol seems like a lot to me and i think that there's one episode is it one or two episodes for negan it's the one the one main episode and then uh i think he kind of factors into like the maggie episode because that's kind of something that she's you know concerned about coming back to you know to, to knowing that he's he's free so it's, it's yeah, so not that's already two-thirds of the episodes right there and you've got an entire whole cast that you got to try to shove in some of the other episodes and i don't know to me these are fan service episodes basically trying to shove some of the favorites in people's faces and get them excited about moving forward and i have to admit i like carol a lot i've never really been a massive daryl fan uh but i'm glad that people who do love them are going to get their episodes with them and the negan people are they're an intense group those negan people but um I don't know. I feel like I've already heard the here's Negan story told in pieces. And I feel like we've already seen the Maggie showdown with Negan. So I don't know what new they can offer on this, but I'm interested to see what they're going to give us. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it does kind of beg the question of, um, you know, would these episodes have existed if the pandemic hadn't happened? 
And would these stories have played out? You know, I mean, there, there's so many questions at this point, right? Like there's, right. is it, would the show have ended if not for COVID? Because, you know, obviously there's, there's contract considerations. There's, you know, trying to make up for a whole year that they lost. There's all these different right. things that have to be kind of factored into it. So I'm still kind of wondering, like, you know, there's all, I'm wondering whether these episodes ever would have come to life if not for the pandemic. And then there's also the, the point that these episodes were filmed as an experiment to find out if they could film and how they would film because of the pandemic, because they still are, are you know, they have to, to have all these safety protocol and all of the, you know, the behind the scenes stuff you see, you know, people wearing masks and people wearing face shields. And so this was right. all a big experiment. You know, how do you, how do you film walkers? And I, I, I can tell you this, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about it a little bit uh, later in the podcast, but I can tell you that uh, I've seen it on, uh, I have watched one of the screeners uh, for the episode 1017. Um, I, I've noticed, I saw it in that. And then I was watching, uh, let's see, what show was I watching? I was watching Prodigal Son. I was yeah. watching, um, I was watching Discovery of Witches, which is also on AMC. And all of those things were filmed during the pandemic. And if you watch them carefully, anything that's been filmed in the past, say six months, there's a lot more cutaways. You don't have people facing each other in the same frame. You have you know, a camera behind somebody. So you're filming that person and then it cuts to the same shot from the other perspective. The, there is definitely a change in the way that, that these episodes are being filmed and you will see that in these episodes so there is there is that that these were kind of like an experiment so whether they would have been told in season 11 regardless i don't know i, I actually i i have no idea but it's gotta be kind of weird because a lot of stuff like the main focus of walkers is their mouths i mean they have to get their mouths near people in order yeah. to be threats so yeah. it, it's it's really strange to think about that in terms of the pandemic right now, because not only is there fear of transmitting something through the mouth, I mean, you're looking at a zombie show where if the mouth gets close to you, you're going to get bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you will see that. And I think that's kind of an interesting perspective of, you know, what are these episodes for? Well, they're kind of like a giant experiment and, it does make me so, wonder too how much more of Walker stuff is going to be cutaway angles or I don't want to say CGI, but a little bit more, I won't say trick photography, but I'll say creative photography to try to make the I point of, see a lot of that. mouths near people without there being any kind of real danger. And I'm sure they test often and all that as well, so... They've got to have standards with all well, that. Well, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it is, I can say, because um, I did, I last week I talked with Karen David from Fear the Walking Dead, and we're going to have that podcast on uh, next week. I had to, I had to do a little editing because our conversation had some stuff in it that, that AMC is not ready to reveal. So I, I had to do some editing. Um, it's nothing earth shattering, but it's just stuff that they're not ready for you to know. So I have to... <laughs> to take it out 
But uh, one thing she said was she was just incredibly impressed by the, the level of, of consideration and concern that AMC has for their actors and the, the, the steps they're taking to make sure that everybody's safe. And I've, uh, I've read a lot lately about how not, that's not the case on all of the sets because um, you know, some sets they have actual like nurses on set and, and some, some sets have doctors um, not everybody has that. They had some people just have a production assistant who's been assigned to become the COVID manager and they don't know what they're doing. Like they, they don't have guidelines. They just say like, keep people safe. So it's kind of a scary proposition to think like, you know, you're coming into contact with so many people and you're really at risk and you're really trusting that, uh, you know, that the people around you are, are doing the right thing and not going out and partying or going out and doing stuff that, that could put them at risk. And then, you know, because your test is only as good as that day, you know, like you could five minutes after your test, you, you could get exposed and then you're, you're exposed. Right. So, um, so I was really, I mean, she really, really couldn't say enough about the level of, of safety that they're, they're practicing. But even then, I mean, think about, think about, like not even in the filming, like the makeup chair. How do you put on that kind of makeup without getting really close and personal? Yeah, do you remember uh, before the Super Bowl, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were getting haircuts and their barber had tested positive and halfway through a haircut, they had to pull some players out of the, the barber shop. So yeah, it's something that simple, whether it's makeup, a haircut, whatever, it, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's so it, there's so many pieces to it. And so I, I will continue to be impressed and grateful that, that AMC and, and The Walking Dead, you know, put these ep episodes forward. I mean, they, they, they could have just said, you know what, we're not going to do it. Yeah, we're going to have to wait until we're done with 11 and then we'll give you 11. But we're getting these little bite-sized pieces here and it. It's going to be helpful to make it through the big break because I don't know about you, but I was kind of a little bit let down by the, the season 10 finale. It didn't feel as grandiose as it could have been to me. The, the threat of the walkers and the, and the whispers just didn't really bring as much of a punch as I thought it would be. As far as losses, there wasn't really a lot to mourn over or anything like that. So it was, to me, ending on that little bit of a down note has me a little less excited for season 11 than I probably should be, but I'm hoping these season six, ep these six episodes in the middle here will turn things around for me and give me a little bit more excited. Yeah, well, you know, the, the it's, uh, I think the excitement is ramping up, and um, speaking of which, there was a, a new trailer came out just a couple weeks ago and it kind of offers a glimpse into the sh in, into what's coming and in these, these six episodes and it was only one minute long but it packed a punch and and um i understand that you have not seen that trailer yet have you no i, I haven't watched it i saw it came out and i was going to uh, try to not watch it heading into the episodes but I think we're going to have a little bit of fun with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's actually kind of interesting that um, 
you know, that you haven't, and it, it's kind of, it, it's kind of a, a, I think it'll be kind of fun because for, for the people listening to us, when Adam says he hasn't seen the trailer, he has not seen a trailer. And this is something that, that I always have to, to, to be very careful about because, you know, obviously I don't want to spoil anything for him. Adam does not like spoilers. He no. doesn't like to know what's coming. He wants to be surprised. Um, and of course I'm, you know, I don't like spoilers either. And I, I would never <laughs> want to spoil anything for anybody. That's why Sarah uh, Beth got the screeners. I didn't want to see them. <laughs> I, I had no interest in them. Yeah, you know, it, 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 I have to say it does change your person. It changes everything because when you know what's going to happen or if you're talking, you know, like going to set, yeah, set visits are great. But then you have like eight or nine months where you can't talk about anything and you're just stuck with <laughs> secrets. And so it's, it's actually kind of a challenge. But, you know, even with, uh, you know, with the, the Walking Dead comics, like I, 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 I think I might have spoiled one little thing for you before you had read it because... There was that one thing at the end of the first episode or the first uh, the first issue, and it was in the letter hacks, and I might have said it, and you were like, I haven't read it yet. And I felt so terrible because I was like, oh, I didn't mean to, but it was like, it wasn't brand new. It was like a couple weeks. So it was your fault for not being on top of it. <laughs> but I, I am not always completely up to date. And I'll admit that I am an episode or an issue or two behind with the new Walking Dead Deluxe stuff with the cutting room floor, but there's so much interesting stuff in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's really fun to get that perspective and and see what they're you know see what what was kind of meant to be and and what could have been and and um, you know it's it's I guess it's kind of like these bonus episodes, right? Where they're just it's it's extra stuff that makes for a better experience as a fan, I guess. So absolutely. Uh, so what we're going to do is, since the trailer is only about a minute long, um, Adam's going to go watch it right now, and then he's going to come back and he's going to tell us what he thinks, and then we're going to talk about it. So um, so I'm going to keep talking, and Adam's going to go watch it right now, and um, I guess let us know when you're when. Yep, I'm going to go start back. watching it right now, and I will be right back. All right. So while Adam's doing that, um, we had already talked about the uh, we talked about the trailer in, in one of the recent podcasts. But I did want to mention that coming up next Monday, so Monday the fifteenth, is when the embargo lifts for the the first two episodes of these these bonus episodes, Walking Dead Ten C. So you will be able to expect a, a podcast from me because I, I will have seen both episodes by then and uh, kind of breaking it down and, and we're not allowed to talk about spoilers and, and I'm not going to give away key plot points or anything like that, but I'll be able to kind of go through and, and talk about uh, initial thoughts and the tone of the season and the things that stand out. Um, and like I said, I've seen the first one. I've, I've seen episode 1017. I have not seen 1018. We're going to actually talk about that after we get done talking about this trailer. So, so Adam is watching right now as we speak. And, uh, and I am done. Ah, so. So that was. a lot uh, in there, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, the thing that stuck out the most for me was the, uh, the individual with the bag on their head in a chair. That, that, that to me is interesting because 
I've only seen that a couple of times in the Walking Dead universe, and every time it it seems to happen, it's something kind of crazy. Yeah, I and you know it's funny because when I watch, whenever I watch that trailer, I different things stand out, but the one thing that stands out for me in that trailer is is Aaron with the gun to his head. It's, yeah, that was the still for when I hit play on on the YouTube video, and. I'm trying to think of a situation where that would make any sense. And I'm kind of kind of struggling with that, but I'm, I'm also going to go off on a little bit of a limb here and say uh, a lot of that Negan stuff seems like stuff from a certain doom, the comic or not a certain doom, but a, a sorrowful life from the comic and not anything from not, not as much as the Negan here's Negan stuff. So. I'm well, wondering how much they're going to borrow from each if they even do. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's entirely possible that, you know, again, we don't know why they wanted to create these episodes, but um, they've talked about doing a kind of a deeper dive into Negan backstory. And, and for some people they say, Hey, we've gotten enough of it. We don't need it. And for others, they say, Hey, you know, everything that we can get with Jeffrey Dean Morgan will take and and um for sure I, I do know he's a great actor and I do enjoy seeing him on the screen but there is a little bit of Negan overkill compared to what's the attention some of the other characters are getting like I do feel like Aaron has gotten a bit of a hose job over the last season or so and uh Rosita's been regulated to helping other characters rather than shining on her own so, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see a couple other characters have a chance to step forward because it's just a little lopsided. But watching that trailer was nice because I got to see some Aaron and I got to see uh, some Father Gabriel and stuff like that. That that makes me happy to know. And I love that we're going to get to see a little bit of the stuff from carrying over from the season 10 stuff from before with the group that I was traveling to meet up with uh, Stephanie. So there is going to be some pretty nice stuff that's going to be an impact. And those are some of my favorite issues from the comics is how some of those characters relate and interact with the people that, that they meet. So, so hopefully that'll be interesting and fun. And it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. You mentioned that, that we get to see, you know, a little bit more of, of Ezekiel and, and, um, and Yumiko and Princess and, and Eugene, because again, it kind of begs the question, like that was the big kind of final moment of, of the season 10 finale is, is seeing them kind of being captured by these, these guards that, that we know are from the Commonwealth. It's interesting that that story is gonna be explored here in these bonus episodes, which kind of goes back to the whole, like, would we have gotten this story? It's that episode probably, 11 because it seems like that's kind of important, yeah. you know? So it kind of makes you wonder like the, the timing of it. And if it's just you know, like, hey, we've got these, these six episodes or we're gonna do these six episodes and we should probably zoom in on these characters and, and talk about what happened to them. So it right. seems like maybe that was the season 11 episode that got pulled out because it seemed like that, you know, it, it kind of fits in there pretty well. Yeah, the other ones seem like they could have been more of a, uh, Tales of the Walking Dead, 
kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because we know we're getting some of those episodes as well. And I'm wondering if a couple of those were, were yanked to to try to get a little bit more attention on the show heading into the, the final season and to help Tide fans over for a little while. It's it's absolutely possible, especially because, you know, again, when you think about those contracts, if contracts are up in 2022, let's say, or even at the end of 2021, like they can film this season, contracts can end and then they air in 2022. You know, there's 30, 30 episodes left. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to space that out, but I, it's, it does kind of feel like, hey, if we, if we have these guys let's just get as much use from them as we can because we lost all of this time in 2020 because of the pandemic. So it, it, it yeah. And Daryl fans got to be happy because there's a lot of Daryl in those video in that video. A lot of Daryl. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of we all Daryl. know that Daryl is probably, I, I don't want to say he's the lead character now, but if I were to say one character that probably gets the most focus from here on out, it's probably him with with Rick taking off, Michonne doing her thing, and I don't know. It's I know it's an ensemble cast, and it takes everybody to pull everything together, but it feels like it's transitioning a lot towards being Daryl's story. Yeah, I mean, he is he is tied to so many pieces of it, you know, and especially with Maggie coming back because he was there at, at Herschel's farm, and and you know more than anybody i mean he he has a connection to her and and um right you know, so it, it does seem it, it seems appropriate that he's kind of taking that lead in that you know in that sense um you know because i mean i i know that i think we've talked about this before about you know thinking back to the season seven premiere with uh the lineup and the field and with megan yeah. and you know i mean i i still look at, at daryl like hey you kind of had to open your mouth and look what happened. Like, I, I know that wasn't his fault. Oh, it was blaming. 100%. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you, when you think about these interactions, you know, because they're all tied together, right? It's, it's, it says it in, you know, I have it written down here, right here. You know, Maggie's talking to Daryl and, you know, Herschel asked about his dad and uh, she said a bad man killed him and, you know, Herschel wanted to know, like, did the bad man get what he deserved? Yeah. He's out walking around now. So, you know, you know, and, and she's having this conversation with Daryl and technically Daryl is the reason that Glenn's not around. Like things could have just been, they could have ended the way they did after Abraham died. And I'm glad they addressed that at the hilltop too, that Daryl was feeling some guilt about that. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, I mean, that was, that was something that, that really stood out in a lot. I mean, you couldn't, it was, it's a really hard thing to argue because you can't really say like, oh, hey, you know, you opened your mouth. And so this guy bashed in this guy's head with a baseball bat. Right. And that was like, it's not a normal situation, no matter how you look at it. But if you really want to be, you know, cut and dry, he said, don't do this. <laughs> And Daryl did it. And that's right. Still, that's so Daryl, you know, Daryl's always the one who's pushing the envelope and you tell me not to jump and I'm going to jump even higher. And like, that's, that's his MO. So, you know, that was always something that I looked, looked at with, 
it was it's hard and so you know I can see why he has to be connected to Maggie's story in these episodes because they're they're connected there's there's no way there's no way around it they are connected now in this trailer there's also some other new characters introduced that I've never really seen before and the fact that they weren't part of the season 10 finale should open a little bit of eyes that these characters probably don't make it out or they either go their separate ways or something. So I don't know if we're going to get to see some body counts there or if they're going to introduce, yeah, who knows, maybe that person in the car with Daryl, maybe she's part of that part of Georgie's group. You never know. Yeah. We, we still know nothing about Georgie's group. Which is interesting because, you know, that was that's one of those places where they uh they they kind of were introduced this character and then didn't really do anything with it it was just kind no. of a dead end you know and again i've never read the comics it was a weird red herring on the first volume so i i don't you know so it's i i don't know if there was supposed to be a story with it but it really didn't go anywhere maybe maggie can elaborate because Maybe she knows. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, as, but, as much as I, I was fine with The Walking Dead without Maggie, and it's cool that she came back, and I know a lot of people do really enjoy seeing her, so hopefully that does make them happy. But I don't know. To me, her return didn't didn't do a lot for me. Well, you know, it's funny because you mentioned you mentioned you know being able to kind of spotlight some of these other characters, you know, Aaron and Father Gabriel in these episodes and and obviously these new people so we have uh lynn collins as leah we have okia emma uh one uh who's playing elijah and then we have uh or on Wari, sorry i can't read my writing and we have Tony burton morgan as cecile and then we have robert patrick as maze so we have all these new people then we have you know these stories focused and then we have uh the story that's ezekiel gabriel or ezekiel yumiko yeah so, um, Eugene and Princess and you know I don't know how to say this without being incendiary but one of the challenges when you have cast members who are kind of out in front of everybody else and this this is something that I struggled with with Rick I love Andrew Lincoln I love Rick absolutely Brown. but when he left the show other people were able to be we're able to kind of come out from under the shadow and we got to see more Michelle and we got to see more from other characters not you know season nine was like that season 10 was kind of dominated by the same group of people yeah and I don't want that to happen with Maggie it, it has nothing to do with Lauren Cohan it has nothing to do with it's just that tends to happen where they overemphasize certain characters and you never see the other ones and it's it's true, it's, it's true. I mean Rosita I get yeah, because Christian Serratos is over filming Selena over on uh, Netflix and killing it, doing a fantastic job with that. So, you know, I, I get certain people, but with, um, you know, it, with a cast this size, there are people that we just, we just never see anymore. And it's kind of a bummer because we should, like they're, they're really cool characters. So I just don't want anybody to be overshadowed. And how is Kaylee Fleming not aging at all? Is there some like weird potion she's drinking? I don't know, but man, she just 
never seems to, to get any older. <laughs> I, I don't know how they pulled off. Is it makeup? Is it, what, does she have like a, a regime she does? I don't know. I don't know because over on Fear the Walking Dead, Alexa Nysonson, who is, who I know this kind of blew your mind when I told you she is a year older than Kaylee Fleming. <laughs> And she is, I mean, she looks like she's 18, 19. She's like a college student, which is just, uh, it's so funny that they're the same. They're basically the same age. But yeah, because like, I saw that behind the Kaylee's scenes photo of, of her with Jerry. And it was like, it's like she just stepped off the set from recording last season. And I, I don't know how other people do it, but when Carl was aging on the show. It was obvious aging. And they oh, couldn't Carl. control it or hide it. Yeah, which kind of makes me wonder. I, I was thinking about that. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I was thinking about, you know, if that maybe tied into, like, they couldn't jump enough in time to, to match his aging. But with Judith, they're going to run into a problem pretty soon because if they jump too far, she's not jumping enough. Right. You know, like over on fear, they could jump several years into the future and Alexa would just mold right into it. It's true. You would, you wouldn't even, I mean, you would notice because she would look different the way they dress her and. and do Yeah. They'd make her up to look a little different and. Because right now they're making her look younger. Like I mean, right. she's, she's still, you know, supposed to be like twelve or thirteen, and she's going to be fifteen. So it's like, but she looks like she's in college. So it's it's yeah, yeah. Kaylee Fleming, man, she's she's a eternally young. Now we're talking about all this, and Fansided, I believe, is doing their shipping week, right? Yes, they are because of Valentine's Day. And boy, am I not a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that people who follow me on social yeah, media yeah, and have that's... written my stuff, they, they, they know that I, I've never been a big fan of destinying two people together. It, it's fun to watch the story and see if they will, but I've never been the shipping type, really. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm right there with you, and 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 I, you know what? God bless the shippers. I I honestly I have zero problem with people who are shippers. I think it's great. Um, I think I've I think my ship or my ability to ship was sunk like a game <laughs> a battleship sometime like in the past. Like I I I tried, and and I think it all kind of goes. I I think I, I've. Uh, I actually wrote an article about this a while back about how uh, it started somewhere around Mulder and Scully that they should yeah. come together. And, and for some reason, they just didn't want people to have, they didn't want people to have their happiness, damn it. They wouldn't put them together. And uh, and then there was Buffy and Angel and Buffy and Spike. <laughs> You're talking about those in my first ship was, was Sam on <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> even but it's even those shows i mean look at the gray's anatomy they had to go and kill mcdreamy and mcsteamy and everybody's dying and just and and true blood and sookie and sookie never had bill and she never had eric and 
yeah, no shipping for me. No more shipping. Never again. Never I try again. as much as possible to sit back and let them tell me the story. And I know that that can be hard to do when you have a big desire in seeing your favorite outcome happen. But you just got to have some hope and enjoy watching. And You know what? If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's a TV show. It's all right. Well, you know, again, it's totally cool when people do it. And that's why fanfiction.net and that is such a huge thing. I mean, that's people want their stories. And so you write your own story and then that's how you make it happen the way you want it to happen. Because very rarely do, do, do what, when you think about it, very rarely do what fans actually want. Does that, very rarely does that translate with what happens in a show or a movie. It's true. And it can be really, really bad long-term. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching the Big Bang Theory but once Leonard got together with his the lady across the hall, it it just took a different thing. Then they all started getting girlfriends, and the show wasn't the same. Shipping, yeah. w- <laughs> shipping is fine, but there's got to be a good payoff to it. And AMC announcing the spinoff with Carol and Daryl has a lot of people believing that the two of them are going to ride off into the sunset together. And sure, that's probably what's going to happen but there's also a chance that it's not I and mean, look yeah. what we got with the final episode of rick grimes everyone thought rick was going to die and we were watching to see how he was going to die and it's 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 absolutely true and the thing that's uh you know it, it's it's funny you mentioned that because i think we were going to segue into this a little bit because uh as i mentioned while you were watching the trailer the uh the embargo list for the first two episodes of of 10c these bonus episodes and um if you're a walking dead fan and you're on social media you might have seen some frustration from fans who who follow spoilers and 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 seek out spoilers um i i can tell you uh let's See, we got the we got the screeners last Monday. They actually arrived when I was in the middle of my interview with Karen David, which was kind of funny. Um, so I was like, okay, great, we got we have our screeners, and within about two hours, social media just blew up because the screeners, whoever keeps leaking this stuff, leaked it, and uh, apparently something happens in episode ten eighteen that certain fans do not like i don't know what it is i've watched the episode yet but it has something to do with carol and daryl that's all i know i have not watched it and it's sad yeah i've like i said i've never been a spoiler person uh i've never been a shipping person so whatever is going on probably isn't something that's gonna hit me too hard but you know i i get kind of wanting to know what's going to happen if you have anxiety issues over over your characters and stuff. And I get that. I do. It's just, I'm a patient person. Like, I, I, I'm that guy that if my order isn't ready and I'm doing curbside pickup, I'll have no problem sitting there in half an hour, 45 minutes till they're ready. 
it's no problem. Meanwhile, other people will start road raging and, you know, just going off and calling, complaining, yelling, screaming. And, and it's just a difference in personalities. I, I can't relate to the personality of those who need those spoilers and need the validation of the story to, to go their way. I've, I can't relate to that. So it's tough for me. But I'm glad they have passion towards something. I guess that's the polite way I can put it. Well, I mean, it, it's it's hard because well, it, I, I should back up. Let me say this. Normally, I will have watched both of the episodes by now. I usually watch them right away. Because of the backlash that I was seeing on social media, it made me not want to watch the episodes. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I, I didn't want to watch. I think that's part of the reason why I've been avoiding uh, the, took me a while to watch the teasers and the trailers and the and avoided looking at some of the stills and stuff is that I've just been kind of blah about it. Uh, the, the fandom has been pretty toxic lately and at each other's throats. And I don't know, this isn't the same fandom that that was there when I started Undead Walking. It was different then and I don't know why all these changes took place and why everything got so hostile and cutthroat and downright rude, but it's, it's heartbreaking to me. Yeah. I, and it's, it's hard too, because there's so many wonderful people in this fandom and, you know, people it's like, true. you know, as I've been dealing with stuff the past few months, like I I've connected with so many wonderful people who have, you know, just, just, they've been there all along and we don't always agree, but you know, at the core of it, they're, they're just wonderful people. And and it sucks that they're not happy with whatever is in these, these, you know, whatever they've seen. And and I'm curious to see how it lines up because I, I have a picture in my head based on things that I've seen on social media. So it'll be interesting this time, instead of having seen the episode and then seeing what people are saying about the episode through spoilers, it'll be interesting to have the spoilers in mind going into the episode. So I can say like, oh yeah, this is, you know, spoilers line up or they don't line up or whatever. But, um, you know, it's it's the one thing, and, and I've said this pretty consistently, and the thing that's always worried me about, in particular, Carol and Daryl, but it's, it, it applies to anything across the Walking Dead universe in, in all of the shows. Like, it, you think about it. They have never told us what's going to happen. They've never, you know, they, they might hype something up, but it very rarely ends up being the way you think it's going to be. So if, if you hear a bunch of excited, you know, preseason hype from Angela Kang and Norman Reedus and you know the the Melissa McBride and the character you know other other cast members not necessarily about Carol and Daryl just just in general if you have them hyping something up that hype it's like they get an email I I don't know if this is actually the case but I can just imagine (laughs) this group chat where they get this group chat of like hey we're gonna hype this up and the hype is only going to represent about five to fifteen percent of whatever it is that actually happens, and that the rest of it, that eighty-five to ninety-five percent, is going to just completely screw everything that we were hyping, 
but we want people to be excited. So we're going to hype this. And that's how it feels. I mean, I honestly, that's how I feel sometimes. And I yeah. get to you know, sit and watch the episodes early and whatever, but like sometimes I'll watch it and I'm like, man, I, they were hyping this up and then look what happened. Like this, this isn't at all what I thought it was going to be or wanted it to be, or, you know, I mean, so the point is that they very rarely ever tell you exactly what's going to happen. And I think the, the thing that's really messing people up, as you said, they announced this spinoff when they did, they said this, the show's going to end in 2022. We're going to have these brand new shows, including a Carol and Daryl spinoff. Right. So that seems to indicate, you know, and I've, I have seen, I don't know if you've seen people talking about it on social media, but I have seen this and they're exactly right. Because they did that, the final moment of, you know, with Carol on that cliff in the season 10 finale. Yeah. It lost all its punch. weight or excitement. Yeah. Because you knew what was going to happen. Now I, I will say, I, I was thinking about this really hard today before we did the podcast, we don't know what time period that spinoff is going to be. And it would be very easy for them to take it back into some period of time because now we don't know with the windmill being burned up in Alexandria and it not being burned up at the end of season 10, there's some time that's, that's passed. Are they taking Carol and Daryl back into some story from the past? Maybe. So we don't actually know what's, it's is this the future or is it the future past? So that's kind of a long-winded way of saying like, I don't read into anything too much because I don't trust anything that anybody <laughs> says in The Walking Dead. And, and you know, Scott Gimple, who I actually have a lot of respect for. I know a lot of people are pissed off because of what happened with Carl and, and some of the decisions, but I, I really appreciate Scott Gimple's ability to wave a flag on Talking Dead and be like, I'm not going to tell you anything, but I'm going to tell you a bunch of stuff that means nothing. And if you think about that, that's exactly what, that's what Angela Kang's been doing all along. And I kind of, I get the, I get the frustration that people feel because they, it really did feel like she was saying like, oh, hey, I'm with you. They're going to end up together and this is what's going to happen. So whatever happens in this episode, <laughs> And think too about how much of what's going on, like in stills and previews and teaser trailers and all that, that have come out, how many of those were hallucinations or alternate realities or things like that, that weren't really happening. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole episode of Carol walking around with Alpha after Alpha was definitely without a head and i think at that point beta had already kind of used her skin for decoupage on his mask yeah kind of like michonne with lucille it's that as part of a trailer had people losing their minds yeah yes it did and that and and that's one of the that's a perfect example Nobody had that right. <laughs> Nobody had that right. No. They showed that. I remember sitting, that was one of the, that was the last time I was at Comic-Con because that was, that was two years or however, two years ago, whatever. I remember sitting in that room in Hall H and they showed the trailer. And, and people lost their minds, I bet. And she, 
oh, they were going nuts, absolutely nuts. And I was tweeting it out as fast as I could and trying to get that out. And I remember people were just furious because they thought that that absolutely had to mean, you know, that she had joined up with, <laughs> like she had taken up Negan's mantle, you know, by taking this on. And another one I will mention is the, uh, the kiss with Ezekiel. Oh yeah. Were when, when Michonne, and that was like nothing. No, that was like, it, it meant nothing. Like it was, it was literally like a, it was like a blip. It was, he was like thinking about killing himself actually, which is not funny, but it's funny to think that that was the moment. I mean, just think about, think about these trailers and how they're just meant to manipulate the audience. And that's why I just can't take much from <laughs> anything anybody says, because they're just, they're not going to tell you anything. And even if, you know, it, no. even if you see it in the first episode of the season, they can twist it around by the seventh episode and completely mess it around. You know, by the time halfway through the season, what they set up in the first episode is completely backwards. They do it all the time. But it is a bit unfortunate how, if you're not into spoilers, that spoilers have just kind of I know that they were bad before with spoiling dead fans and everything and people not being able to keep the spoiling dead fans information on the spoiling dead forums and taking it to social media to ruin people's viewing experience. That's that's one issue. But these days it's completely different. I mean the the spoilers that are getting out there now, they seem like they're intentionally getting leaked to social media to stir up this kind of drama. And for me, that that change has only been recent. I mean, only within maybe a year or so. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the whole the whole thing has changed so much. And I mean, it's 10 years, 10 years of technology, 10 years of, of, you know, finding ways to profit from promoting yeah and people don't use hashtag spoiler or anything like that so you can block it or it's right there in the news feed so if you accidentally follow someone who decides to ruin a an episode for someone you're basically boned yeah yeah and and again you know i have come i've had a lot of really interesting conversations with people about spoilers and I've come to understand that there are people who, um, I mean, it, it, it's almost a, it, it's their reaction to this information is, it can, can be so extreme that it's, it causes health problems. That's, you know, and I'm not, I'm not justifying it and I'm not condoning it, but I, I, I've come to understand, like the, I've had conversations with people who have explained to me that, you know, that they, they feel that they need to have this information so that they can process before they watch the episode. So be that as it may, which again, I, I understand it. The spoilers are out there. So you know where to, people know where to find them. And that's, that's, that's great. not great. <laughs> what I am concerned. Well, no, no but I mean, like, it, it's not, you know, people know where to go to get them, I guess. Like it's, they're just like, if you, if you know, if you need to get them, you know where you can go get them. But my concern is, it, you know, it goes back to um, the times that I have seen episodes, you know, which is usually every, it's every time I've never. One thing I've always loved is when you and I advance. were talking and you, you said, okay, the spoilers have come out, 
but they're not right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that is exactly, that's exactly my point is that that has happened so many times. And, and I don't know. I mean, I honestly, like, I, I am a fan. You are a fan. So we have no horses in this race, right? No. It doesn't, we would actually be better off. It, it, this is the God's honest truth to all of our listeners. We would be better off if we were blowing open spoilers left and right, because that's what people want, right? They sure. Want click, they want the clickbait headlines. They want the, they want, you know, the spoilers. They want it's stuff that, that other people don't know. I mean, our, I, I know our bosses would love that so much because that's what, that's what all of the other sites do. And, and I'm not putting down other sites that do that. I'm just, that's not what we're about because we love these shows so darn much legitimately that that's where we're coming from. So I don't really see a point in doing that, but I do know that there have been instances where the information does not line up or because it's portrayed in a certain way, it, it unfairly represents an episode and that's the biggest issue for me is that there will be people who will say because of the spoilers i will not watch this episode or because of the spoilers and this is i'm seeing a lot of this right now because of what <laughs> happens that i because of the spoilers i saw for episode 1018 i will no longer watch the walking dead and that's i've seen that I've also seen I won't watch this episode because I already know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Alicia Debnam Carey, uh, Norman Reedus, whoever isn't in it. I've also seen that. Yeah, yeah, there is that too. They're just not interested. And you know, it's and you know, I I get it. I I get it. I don't. I don't know. I I get it. I get that. But I read something once, and I can't remember who the actor was who said it. I wish I could at this off the top of my head, but, and I forget, you know, no, you know what? It was about, it was about Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984, because when the movie came out, there were some people who had some really, really not like really nasty things to say about yeah, it. Yeah. I saw I a lot of it. negativity about it. I liked the movie. I, it felt to me like a comic book come to life. Like it, it had all of the, the kind of fantastic elements that a comic book has. So it's not real. I mean, superheroes are not real. So you kind of have to leave realism at the door for a lot of these things. Just like the, the apocalypse is, is not real. Not this one anyway. The, we don't have walkers. We, do, we are in the middle of a pandemic. So it is kind of like an apocalypse, but man, like this, this, is, this is different. But someone wrote, and, and it was an actor and I wish I could remember who it was, but they wrote that nobody ever sets out to make a bad movie or a bad TV show. Like actors do not take on roles with the intention of doing a bad job. They're usually so excited about their role, so invested in their role. Um, you know, sometimes on TV shows, and this that was me paraphrasing, that was, that was the quote, but you know, there, there are moments in, in any kind of industry, especially a longstanding TV show where, where you may have actors say like, hey, I didn't agree with that, the way my character was being developed. Coleman Domingo perfect example he has said several times i didn't understand what the writers were doing with strand in fear the walking dead season four and five but now i do season six now i understand what they were setting up so things you know they're, right. they're, they're, that is but nobody ever sets out to do this so when you think about it 
though I think the thing that bothers me the most about spoilers, especially when they're misrepresented or not not representative of the of what's going on, is you have you know the disrespect to the actors who are excited about these moments, and they want to the you know, they're working really hard to bring these moments for these bonus episodes. They're they're literally putting their lives. It's I mean they, there were moments because that was so new and all these people were leaving their quarantines to go to Atlanta to film these moments, yeah. these shows. They put their lives on the line. And I know that sounds really you know really dramatic, but the fact is they put their lives on the line to go film these these episodes. And if they didn't think that they were good episodes, they probably wouldn't have done it. So by not watching the episodes or not giving the episode a chance, I. I do take issue with that it makes me feel bad because i know i know how hard everybody involved has worked to put this episode together so there's that yeah and it's hard because it's you know there, there are i've seen so many people say I just i won't watch the episode i won't watch the show anymore and i don't know it bums me out it really does because i love the show and I, and I get what they're doing with the MC premiere to try to push that service, but having those episodes out a couple of days ahead of time, it's 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 unconventional as far as television goes. So it's it's strange that people get to watch it before others. And I think that there are a lot of people that don't have AMC premiere that kind of take offense to those that do and want to talk about it right away. Yeah. Well, it, it really isn't, it, it really is a, a slap in the face. And I, I, I will say this much, I don't appreciate all of the content that was put on exclusively on AMC Premiere. Yeah, and having Talking Dead on there was just... Subscribers. Ugh. And the Christmas special. I, I still oh, yeah. haven't watched the Christmas special. I, I haven't watched it because it wasn't on TV. So I haven't watched it. I subscribed to AMC. Part of my cable pack but and you know it's really funny is so speaking about that speaking on, on that note um discovery and uh tlc and all of those channels whatever that package is they just came out with their own service and uh part of the the lure to get people to sign up uh, i don't know if you've ever watched 90 day fiance but it's the most nope, brilliant i actually trip. have that hashtag blocked on twitter because it oh, dominates my oh my god it is like I discovered it. Uh, my family discovered it during quarantine, just I think like everybody else did. And um, uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't not watch at this point. But what's really interesting about it is that they have now put several shows that are exclusive content only on their streaming service. And I was reading the comments the other day on Instagram when I, one of those promoted feeds or promoted posts came through. And people are so outraged about it. And, and it's the same thing with AMC Premiere and AMC Plus and all like, it's not right. And, it, and I think that's definitely the wrong way to go because it's, it's especially right now, like people don't need an extra fee just to watch a show. And it does make it, it, it was, it's so much more fun. And I say this, I say this as a person who lives on the West Coast. So I never get to have fun with everybody else. But Sunday nights were better when everybody was watching The Walking Dead at the same time. 
Yeah. I didn't get to do it because I, it depends on if I, if, if I you have, have that East service, coast feed or not. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so that's, so it, that was a little tricky. Sometimes I, it, it depended on where I was. So like my sister has Roku. So, she, so I could do uh, East coast feed with her, but it was always West coast feed at my house. I mean, there were, there were times when I'd have to recap live on the West coast feed. And it's like, you know, that's like, it's, it's a struggle, but you, you know, you do it, but uh, it was just so much more fun. And now everybody's kind of all over the place. So nobody knows, you know, like you miss out on that whole thing or what's even worse is when you have, uh, you want to try and live feed or live, live tweet. Yeah. And you got to kind because, of guess where the show's at or yeah. wait for someone else to say something so you can follow up on it. Well, and then be, because everybody's on these different services, like they're not all lined up. So then no. it's like, oh my God, his head just got blown off. And then like five minutes later, oh my God, his head just got blown off. And then you're like, oh gosh, I'm five minutes ahead of everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, it's hard, but it's- it, This fandom it's, has a lot of issues to overcome right now. And with, between the timing of the episodes, uh, the, the content that just seems to be tearing people apart and everything, it, it's hard to be super into what's going on, but- I'm really hoping that once The Walking Dead's on my TV again, I just get that jolt of energy and I'm right back in it. And I'm glad I've waited and enjoyed that before because I'll be honest, like I've I've said before on social media, I have checked out of Fear the Walking Dead before and I'm glad that I stuck with it because it got really good again. And even though I'm down on The Walking Dead and the fandom and everything right now, I'm hoping that if I stick with it through this break, that, yeah, it'll rejuvenize everything and I'll just be ready for more on dead content to be put right into my veins. So that's what I'm waiting for and hoping for. Well, and I think you're exactly right about that because, you know, so many of these shows, I mean, I, I think that's kind of the, the, the main thing that you have to take away from this this whole conversation we've had today everything is meant to be taken as a whole not as a part so that that picture of alexandria of the of the windmill being burned up they will explain that in time and they were that was a very intentional picture right like they chose that picture knowing that the last time we saw it it wasn't burned up and now it is right. so that, that's a teaser in itself and knowing that, you know, in, in watching the, the trailer that, we, that you just got to see and then that the people have seen at this point, um, how they present those moments doesn't necessarily mean that they're major moments in the episodes. And they True. can just be glossed over, just like that kiss with Michonne and Ezekiel and just, just like Michonne holding the seal doesn't necessarily True. mean what you want it to mean. And then, you know, finally, in looking at um, episode 1018, whatever the spoilers say, and I, I don't think anybody who doesn't have access has actually seen the whole episode. So I think they're just whatever the spoilers say, and I don't know. But those spoilers are little fractions of a bigger episode. And if you think about the five, the six episodes, as you said in the beginning, 
several characters are featured multiple times in these bonus episodes. And there right. is another episode, I think it's the fifth one that features Carol and Daryl again. So what does that, how does that episode tie in to 1018 with whatever happens there? It could heal whatever happened in 1018 for all we know. We don't True. know. So I think that, you know, the biggest thing, the big, biggest thing to take away from that is that, you know, it, it is easy to get, it's easy to get caught up in a moment, but it's kind of like a, kind of like a football game or a baseball game, maybe not the Super Bowl because that was kind of a blowout, but yeah, you know, it doesn't matter who gets on the board first, but you know, <laughs> you have a whole game to play. You know, it, one episode does not reflect the whole season. One touchdown doesn't mean that the whole game is over. If it, you know, a touchdown in the first quarter doesn't mean that the, the, the rest of the game is, is done. It's a it's moment true. in time, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I could think of a dozen metaphors, but the important for the thing long is that, haul. Yeah, I mean it's it's a marathon. You got to look at the big it's, picture. It's you have to, yeah. And I I think that it that gets lost every now and then, but uh, you know I I I I know that AMC is making a commitment to this franchise. And there's a lot of excitement behind the scenes between, you know, Fear the Walking Dead, getting a seventh season, uh, World Beyond is going to be wrapping up. We've got Tales of the Walking Dead. We've got the Rick Grimes movies. We've got the Carol and Daryl spinoff. We've got 30 yeah. episodes of the show left. There's so much more to take, you know, it, there's so much more than one episode or one moment. And, you know, I, I know it's not... I know that that doesn't make up it, and, and I don't want to sound like a broken record by constantly saying this. Like I know people are upset, and I'm not trying to gloss over. No, not at all. Pain, but I just want to. I, I'm trying to, to also serve as a reminder that we don't. We, we never know. I mean, this this is why I just I, I told you I, I don't trust AMC to to tell you things in advance. I don't until you see it with your own eyes. It hasn't happened. Happens. it's true and you never know the context <laughs> that's, behind that's things either is. exactly so you know we're kind of we're come monday you'll hear from a whole bunch of different people uh you'll hear from you'll hear from me i'll, I'll have my my thoughts about um about the t first two episodes uh you'll hear from everybody else across all of you know all the reviewers and you'll be able to hear the tone and hear what they say and you know they won't be able to they're not going to spoil it they're not going to confirm or deny anything that happens but you'll get a sense of, of what what they think and if you you know if you read and, and if you read uh reviews from people that you trust and people whose opinions matter to you then you know that you should get a sense if, if somebody right. says hey you know what it's actually not what you think then you know maybe it's worth a watch or maybe you know try to try to check it out i don't know i mean the i i will i will say this as a preview to the preview of the preview um i because i put this on social media so i feel like i can i can kind of say this i i did wait i watched 1017 um earlier this week and i wasn't blown away by it people always say i hype everything up i'm not gonna hype this one up 
I wasn't like, it's a good episode, but it doesn't feel like anything universe shattering or franchise altering or anything like that. It's a good episode. Yeah. It's a good episode. I'm so, fine with good for now. That's all there is. Yeah. And, and you know what, that's, that's, so I, I just, I wanted to put that out there because a lot of people, you know, wonder like, oh, you know, the first episode, it was a good episode. It, it, for me, it felt like it was an episode that would come in the middle of a season. It wasn't like a, I, I, and I don't, and again, I think that's kind of indicative. I, 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 so I'm kind of tempering my own expectations for the season because it's not a season. It's not going to have a season premiere and a mid-season finale right. season finale they're just episodes they're, they're just episodes from all everything I've, I've read they're just episodes so yeah. we don't even know how the story fits together I, I feel like there there is a plan for these episodes that'll tie into season 11 which means that you have to kind of be in you know be willing to watch season 11 because it's probably going to all come together so if you're not happy with the moment in these episodes it will probably undo itself in the next 30 episodes. Or even if it doesn't, it's one instance in an entire show. I've had characters that I love on shows do things that I didn't approve of or didn't like. Heck, Rick's made a lot of terrible decisions, but I still love that character from over the years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and you know what? That's that's kind of at the core of it, right? Like, everybody's human on the show and everybody's screwed up from time to time and some worse than others. And, you know, some are trying to redeem themselves from things that they've done in the past. And I think that's, you know, that's why some people are really interested to see how this whole Maggie Negan thing plays out. Can you forgive somebody? Should she forgive somebody? Does he deserve it? I I don't know. Like I, you know, I haven't seen it. But we already saw that when Negan was in the cell and she stuck down there. We already saw her kind of be like, you know, you're you're pathetic. You're not who you were, and all that. We've seen it, right, right. So, how this all factors in? I mean, I guess it's, maybe it's a little different because she might be coming back, and she has her son, and I I don't know. But the point is, they're and do we even know if stuff. Maggie's return is a full time return? I don't think she's working on anything else. So I think she because I don't think she signed on as a regular committed probably through the end of the I don't know I mean I I haven't heard I haven't heard anything one way or the other but I have to think that if they're only going to do one more season that she would probably commit to it you'd think but you don't I can't, I we're not we don't know anything else <laughs> yeah no I mean I, I guess the the best way to, to describe it is as a she hasn't been attached to anything like she's not you know it's not like Christian Serratos where she's on another show but I can't really picture you know, Negan taking Maggie out into the woods and cutting her head off. I can't picture that. No, nothing like that. If anything, it'll be unexpected. I think everything. <laughs> Although who knows? You know, I, Negan's I, I, had his throat slit point, and I mean, he's fine. <laughs> and I think that's that's kind <laughs> of the the beauty of it, you know. Like it's the, at this point, we've kind of moved away from canon enough to where just because something happened in the comics doesn't mean that it's gonna happen that way in the story on, on the show. So everybody kind of has a clean slate and a possibility, you know, there, there's a lot of possibilities there. So yeah. I, I feel like we might be surprised. I, I think we're gonna have a lot of surprises and 
a lot of really good moments, um, a lot of really good moments with characters that we love. That's one thing I did love. I, I will say that I loved that about 1017 is lots of really good kind of memorable character moments that you don't. Well, once an embargo that. lifts, you'll be able to share a lot more about how you feel about a couple of these episodes, and that'll be exciting to hear because right now it's a lot of question marks. Yes, yes, and that's you know again, it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I know there's been a lot of, uh, of really cool like table reads and really fun stuff from AMC. And it's all out there to kind of throw you off because they've been, they've been doing table reads for all sorts of episodes out of order and, and all sorts of moments out of order. And um, I have to think that they're, you know, it's, 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 it's not like that one table read from was it season nine when they had the satellite they got spoiled because they showed a clip of the table read and the satellite was in the background. Oh yeah. That was a, that was a fun moment. Cause that was, that was one of the, the key, like you know, <laughs> reviewers don't reveal this moment. We, we, we get a list. I, I will say that we get a list of things that we're not allowed to talk about. And that was right. like the biggest one in bold letters. Don't reveal that a satellite crashes and causes a fire. And then there was the satellite and you're like, Oh crap. Like, you guys blew it yourselves. Like we didn't do it, but you know, it wasn't that big of a deal in the end anyway. It was like, I thought it was going to be some like, like I, before seeing that episode, I was like, oh my God, a satellite. That, that's cool. It really wasn't like, it was just, it started a fire and Eugene took some parts. That was about it. Yep. That was it. So <laughs> in the end, again, that's how you know these, these moments are little little snippets in time that don't often play out the way you think they will but you know well we're only a couple weeks away the countdown continues we're about 18 days away from these episodes airing and then everybody will be able to talk to them talk about them openly and and uh i can tell you that adam and i will be here to walk you through them and, and talk about them and we'll do some previews we're going to get really creative with this podcast in the next couple of weeks we're going to be previewing doing stuff and, and recapping stuff and lots of stuff we didn't do before because we're I think we're, we're talkers now we're not writers we're talkers it's true yeah it's definitely true not that you still can't check out my work when I do write it over on Undead Walking or my work over on the Viking Age if you enjoy the Minnesota Vikings I, I highly recommend you do both those things if you are into it yeah yeah because you know I use football metaphors sometimes too and uh, I, I may not be writing with Undead walking but i am or not as much I just every now and then podcast is my thing podcast is my undead walking contribution and all of a sudden i am on all sorts of fan-sided websites all over the network really you're everywhere writing yeah yeah i'm writing about all kinds of stuff and i still do some walking dead stuff every now and then for uh, some of the other sites so we're all still around it's not that we're not around we're just you know changing things we're changing things up so so yeah, so stay tuned and, and be ready. Uh, let's see, embargo lifts at, at midnight on the 15th. So that means nine o'clock Pacific time, midnight Eastern time for everybody. And uh, it'll be on Sunday. And if you want to stay up and listen, I'll have the podcast ready for you for with all kinds of thoughts and more thoughts and other thoughts. <laughs> Very without nice. Spoiling thoughts. Yes, exactly. 
impressions, thoughts, ideas, questions, concerns. Yeah. All yeah. of those things. Yeah. And and um, as usual, I will uh, I'll have I'll, I'll see if I can get Adam to join me, and and we can. I will I will reveal my thoughts without revealing spoilers because Adam's always a good sounding board because he doesn't want to have any <laughs> like he doesn't doesn't always want to know but sometimes he has really good follow-up questions to the thoughts so I think that might be we'll see if we can get Adam to come back and yeah if we can keep it nice and day. vague I'm in <laughs> being vague is part of being in the is it's like the life of a walking dead writer right like you're it really is vague about everything <laughs> It's when it spills over to your everyday life that it really, really starts messing with you, you know. Absolutely. I, I don't let it get hey, that what far. What did you buy? What did you buy at the store? <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy at the store? Uh, stuff. What kind of stuff? I don't know. Stuff. Things. Stuff and things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the next thing you know, you're just, you know, you're like Scott M. Gimple saying, well, how do you know I even went to the store? I didn't confirm or deny that I went to the store. <laughs> Don't look at the shopping bag. It means nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's when you know you're really in trouble. You have to have some kind of an intervention. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is a good spot to end because we have so much more to cover coming up in the next episode next week and upcoming weeks. So um, if you like what we're doing, Give us a follow on all of the on all of the platforms, all of the, uh, the podcast platforms. Subscribe, give us a like, leave us a review, send us questions on in on all of the social media platforms. Um, I'm at, at Sarah Beth Pollock. Adam, where are you at? I am MN Viking Zombie on pretty much every form of social media. And if you like cats, he posts cat pictures on Instagram. I'll, I do, but I'm not on TikTok, so don't look for me there. I'm not on TikTok either. I'm too old to tick and talk. <laughs> I'm barely ticking and talking as it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, none of that, that newfangled TikTok stuff for me, unless it's my watch, <laughs> which is usually about five minutes slow. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, at least I... I wear a watch. There you go. See, I'm old. Yeah. Fun fact, Adam and I are actually the same age. I actually, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. So that's good yeah, info. I knew that, I think. Yeah. yeah My memory's terrible, so don't mind me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I told him this at some point, but, you know, it's okay. He never remembers my birthday either. No, I don't even remember mine. We've only known each other for five years, but you know, yeah. until Zoom, until the, until the apocalypse happened in real life, we never talked to each other either. So it's kind of fun that we're actually here talking with you because that was never something we did before. Well, I do hope to be on here a little bit more often because I know for a while there, uh, we were having trouble connecting and figuring out some, some times and dates that worked. So hopefully we'll be able to get this going more often in weeks to come. Well, what sounds so I, I I will I will end on this note because there is a, now that we have Fear the Walking Dead six B coming uh, April eleventh, um, we're basically going to be running after as soon as next week hits 
countdown begins and we will have episodes every week. So we will have lots of stuff. So we'll probably be back on our kind of our normal, what Sunday, Wednesday kind of format. So it'll be a lot more interesting because we'll have a lot more to talk about. We won't have to be vague and we can be specific, you know, we can break things down and preview things. <laughs> yeah. We'll have specific things. And um, yeah. So, so again, kind of make sure that you check us out on all of the platforms and subscribe. So, you know, when we get new episodes and uh, yeah, thank you, Adam, for being my awesome co-host and, and joining me on this adventure tonight. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank you guys for listening in. And as always, I will leave you with uh, uh, make sure you're staying safe, wash your hands and watch out for those walkers. Thanks, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.